Hey everybody, welcome to week 10 of the Two Spooky Podcast. Week 10, double digits, we're, baby. We're fucking live on Twitch today, actually. I think, yep. I think we're going to start doing this on Twitch. You want to I might as well. I mean, feel free to give me a follow on my Twitch. I do gaming mostly, but fuck it, I'll stream the podcast too. It's not very hard. Uh, <laughs> Twitch TV slash hentai bonglord. Tap in. <laughs> the be- it's the best. It's the best. But um, a couple of things this week, as you can already tell, we're a, we're doing footage now. Like we're we're keeping up on it. We're gonna continue doing the footage. You actually didn't see last week's footage, even though we told you guys you would. Yeah, we, we so didn't fucking make a YouTube channel yet. We we'll figure that it. shit out. Don't worry. It's always something with us. But we also are replacing a few segments today, so we're gonna be doing questions instead of the news. Yep. That's one thing, and then. We're doing. We are doing a movie segment at the end of this. Yeah, we'll, do, week. we'll still do a movie segment. We will still do a movie. Everything segment. else is pretty much the same. Uh, one update for the podcast. If you haven't like kept up with it, I swear I posted it on the Twitter, but I don't think anybody follows it. So it's zombie gang. <laughs> uh, but um, t-shirts today. I'm repping Flatbush Zombies. Ghostman. Ghostman. Oh wait, we didn't do the intro correctly. Hold on. Forget everything you just heard. <laughs> Welcome to week 10 of the Two Spooky Podcast. It's me, Sir Leviathan, and... I'm Big Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so, yeah, we forgot to say our names, so there you go. Yeah, I, how dare I start that far ahead. Have fun being confused, new mm-hmm. viewers. You'll have no idea what the fuck is going on now. Yep, because I fucked it all up. But um, everything else, on, everything else, though, is pretty much the same for this week, but we are starting to do our podcast. Yes, on Sundays now instead of Saturdays. The, Saturdays, 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 instead of uh, our normal like what Wednesdays and Thursdays. It was what Wednesdays and Thursdays. Do. Now it's Saturdays because it, it just, just works, makes more sense. It just works better for us in the end, and it's easier for you guys to listen to it because then you got all weekend to sit there and watch or listen. Factoids. Yeah, it's just straight up factoids. It really is. Well, this week, week ten being. It is cryptids. We're starting week ten cryptids. Another series here another for you guys. Another series. I think we're at what so five series now. Um, we have cults. We have dragons. We have demons. Demons. We have serial killers. Now we have cryptids and aliens. And aliens. We have six six, six different series going. Fucking getting it. We're, we're doing don't worry, it guys. We got six series. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. You'll love it's it. Gr- it's great. It's great. We're getting there. Exactly. We're fucking. We hit week ten. Week ten. This I, is I the would just like digits. to say, take a second to just give us a little. Yeah, you can get a slow clap in the Twitch fucking chat. Slow clap. Also, we're not reading the Twitch chat, so if I don't you even, say anything, is there? Yeah, we can technically check it, but yeah, we're not reading it. We, we've got our notes. Is there people up. in there? Uh, maybe. No. I don't think so. No one's gonna watch it on Twitch. That's fine. I don't get any views on my streams either. So, <laughs> it's okay. We got this. It, okay. After this episode, we'll let everybody know that we're gonna start streaming it at ten on Saturdays. It's actually eleven. We're but... le- we, it's different today because we had a we're... long pre-show that we didn't record. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff we had to fucking do. We had a lot to set we up. We have today. a lot of discussion on these episodes. Okay, guys, you, you guys can't even comprehend the level of discussion that we go through. There's so much. Most of the time, it's just us fucking sitting here fucking around. Fucking yeah, half generally hour. speaking, we're just fucking around. But, but we have to fill. We have to fill up everything. We got to make sure everything's correct. We got to make sure we're both. So on, on this note. Top. We get a lot of questions. Yeah. And we're going to answer quite a few of them for you guys. 
Yeah, so one of uh, them is a real dude. Just hit, him fucking, <laughs> hit him back and forth. Like, you want to go for the first question? Uh, we can do the first question. I'm just going to be honest, guys. This first question is a real fucking doozy. <laughs> so. it, 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 it itself has a lot to it. Exactly. I'm going to just be real with you. I'm going to totally shorthand my answer. And <laughs> so am I. Because I feel like that's a conversation for like a whole other episode. It could be an entire episode in one. Oh, yeah. It could be a whole fucking series by itself. If you really so, want to be like I'm not gonna get. I'm not going to delve into it too much. But the first question is... What is your view on God slash gods? And I will tell you real quick. A lot of people ask this question, so you know who you are. If you asked it, you're getting an answer. I personally think there are some type of spiritual entities out there. I mean, I've been to the astral plane, so I've seen them. Uh, as well as anyone who's been there can kind of attest to that. And I think that almost every single religion or earthly religion is based upon the same things. If Yeah, go for it. I really think that it's all based upon people having psychedelic experiences and seeing these otherworldly astral beings and kind of chalking it up to God. So I think all religions are exactly the same on Earth, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um... As for my answer on what my view on God slash gods are, there's something there, but I'm not going to pinpoint it to just one thing. That's just me. I can't say, oh yeah, this one being did all this. I could see there being the separation of all of them around, and a big part of my view on like the whole globe is like the different gods are like posted in different spots, and that's where you get the different religions in the world just because the different areas and they kind of like watch over those areas more or less something like that kind of like, so the, like uh i guess to kind of like the kais and dragon ball z yeah like you got fucking spots for each one so that's why you got the religions in those certain spots because those people believe in bada bing bada boom that they're gonna be more there than others fair enough that's just kind of like that. a short fast answer a little shorthand yeah just so that yeah we're not gonna delve too much into that view. one um we might make another episode about that that i feel like that's a that could be a whole Here, here's another here's another little quick tidbit for me you want to know my view on gods take uh eight grams of mushrooms and you'll <laughs> you might figure it out <laughs> i'm with you <laughs> you, you might get a this. similar experience to me go do that come back to me let me know what you think let me let me know who you talk to Yep. I'm going to ask you this question because this is the next question on the fucking <laughs> list. I, but it's one of my favorite questions asked, actually, because it's a, it's a reoccurring question, which I don't know why it's a thing because we've never hinted to, to said question. Thing. Yeah, to said thing. Does Big Rio hunt ghosts for a real-life job? Do you <laughs> hunt ghosts as your real job, Big Rio? I don't know why this is your real job, not even just a hobby. <laughs> like, not even just it, a hobby. I was asked if it was your actual job. Like so my like, actual gig. Yeah. Like. Um, well, I really hate to burst everyone's bubble, but... Whoever actu believed it. Actually, I am not a professional ghost hunter. Here's something even more shocking... I've never even conducted a full-on ghost recon like reconnaissance hunt? mission. I have not. So I have just <laughs> had light ghostly experiences and would, you know, I, I know a fair amount about it. You know, I've done a lot of research. Del but delved in. Del I've delved, but I have never actually conducted a full mission. So, 
No, it is not. It is not my real main, job. Not your main job. Not my main source of income, unfortunately. Uh, now, on that note, though, if you guys want to help me make something similar, a real job, hit me up and I'll uh, give you a paid tarot reading. That, no, that, that. you can't get a paid tarot reading from the big Rio himself. That one is far more likely to be like. Some sort of uh, actual income revenue generator. Because, like, I don't know. I think I mentioned it in the last episode where people have told me I should go join the circus or some shit. Because <laughs> I give really good tarot readings. Like, go to the Renaissance Festival and charge people 50 bucks for one. Your fucking table. Exactly. Be a good one. It wouldn't be a bad gig. Mm-mm. You do pretty well. I've I've experienced it a couple of times, so. Yeah. Not bad. Not trying to toot my own horn, but, you know, I give a pretty accurate tarot. Well, that goes into the next question. Do you guys... How often do you guys make spells? Okay. So, that's kind of a hard question to answer because I don't just fucking, like, sit at home and make spells. Like, I know I've talked about it a couple of times. Spell book at all times. And I have, like, a little couple of enchantments that I do. So, I'm going to say how often... I'll make, like, a spell, like, maybe, like, once a month. Maybe like a twice. Spell kind of yeah, deal. something like that. Just because, like, I'll be working on some stuff. That's just what happens. Got to do, got to do your magic. But no, I don't do mine too often. I don't know about Big Rio. Uh, well, I will tell you, I never make spells. I'm more of a uh, practice, you know, already enacted spell kind of guy. <laughs> I already got this one, so I gotta go with it. Right, and to be honest, I don't really practice much magic outside of scrying at the moment. You know, I'm, I'm open-minded to it. I would definitely conduct some rituals and shit, but it just hasn't come up. That's fair. I don't force anything, you know? I just go <laughs> with the flow. Next question. When did you guys get started into spooky stuff? Okay. Simple, simple answer for this simple question. I've been into spooky stuff right. since the start of time. I don't know. Since I was a small Since before man. I was born, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely my last three lives. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, if you guys believe in past lives, my you past lives are all fucking lives. on some next level spook shit. So. Oh, yeah. Um, do you like the, the next question? Yeah, so next one, actually kind of a toughie. Favorite yeah. horror movie killer. Okay, um... Mine's pretty simple. Uh, yeah, I said it was a toughie, but actually it's pretty easy for me. Mine's either Pinhead from Hellraiser or Jason from Friday the 13th. Fair enough. Now, I'll give you one that will absolutely obliterate the nation with this response. No one will see this one coming. What is it? Good what, old, what, what is your killer? Good old Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding from fucking... Good old Captain Spaulding. Oh, that's, that's a good one. From House of a Thousand Corpses slash Devil's Rejects. Uh, that, that, that's really fucking good. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Like, Captain Spaulding's a beast. I was thinking, like, the fucking the cult movies, so... Otis is my favorite killer from fucking House Switching of a Thousand up, Corpses. Going Otis? No, I, my favorite killer is Pinhead. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But if I'm not from that movie, from that, yeah, definitely I love old Otis. More. Otis is definitely fucking sick. I just love the Captain Spaulding aesthetic, especially uh, in the original when you see him uh, for the first time in House of a Thousand Corpses and he's like getting held up at his fucking 
store, mm-hmm. and then he's like, fuck you and fuck your grandma. <laughs> fuck you, fuck your grandma. Fuck your sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just gun to his head, and he's just fucking cussing this he dude out. He does not care. He's just, then he just pulls out the revolver and you, claps him. You can't you intimidate can't this him. man. <laughs> um, can either of you cast actual spells? I'm going to say this one goes with the, the how often I think I need to fucking look at this. Yes, I can cast plenty of spells. I yeah. can't tell you exactly which ones, because then you'll know what to not Right. What to watch out for, I guess, and how to deflect my shit, and I can't let you do that. Yeah, again, the only spells that I cast on the regular are mostly Unconscious Future Sight, um, slash, I am a overall overpowered level empath, where I can kind of just read people's emotions and thoughts almost, you know, without hesitation. No struggle at all. That's a gift. Yeah. So there you go. We uh, Can we cast stuff? Yes. Yes, we can. Um, who would... All right, so this one goes back to our Goku versus Superman fight. Which was, was a good conversation. Oh, yeah, a great conversation. Who would win in a fight? Predator or a Skinwalker? Now... So this is Alien versus Predator. So the Predator versus a Skinwalker. So you're taking Supernatural versus an Alien... Yeah, and I gotta go Skinwalker yeah, on this one. I, I, as much as I love like the Predators and everything, I'm not gonna let this conversation run 30 minutes, but... Skinwalkers, skinwalkers are just kind of they're, OP. Yeah, they're, they break the laws of like actual physics and everything, so... Yeah, Predator is still confined by technology, where Skinwalkers are actual, purely supernatural beings. beings. That will just fucking shred them. They can't even get hit by bullets, so... Exactly, which is... You know, kind of fucking I mean, in the whole point. I guess we don't know how lasers affect them, so That's some predator true. weapons could be effective potentially. And we don't know how their like heat works on them. Do they have? The That's heat true. Heat? What if skinwalkers don't even have a heat signature then and predators are fucking, just fucked? You can't get them. Follow up question to that one, kinda. Why are water babies talked about so much? <laughs> you listen here. The water babies are gifts from whatever God created them. <laughs> you guys don't understand our passion for water babies, and you probably Whoever never asked will. this question. I can't remember who it was because I had to fucking make the list and I had to like pull them all out and everything. But fuck you, the water babies are great. <laughs> the water babies are very important to this podcast because they're one of the most unknown it's, it's cryptids. Our, it's one of our like found founding fathers of this podcast. It truly is. They were. Essentially, the main one. topic of episode one. So now they're just kind of fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Topic. I'm not gonna say they're the meme of the two spooky podcast because they're much more than that. They're essentially the deity of the two spooky podcast. That's fair. That's we fair. pray to the water babies on every, every night. Meal. Every night I pray to the water. Oh, babies. I just realized I also misspelled cryptids on this. Cryptids. Cryptids. I'm fucking. I don't know how to type, guys. Fun fact for you: Big Rio does not know how to type, and that's just that's on everything. So next question. Uh, but the next question, does Sir Leviathan actually have any pet cryptids? Yes, I do. I do have cryptids. Uh, I can't tell you which ones because... That puts him at risk. Yeah, because of the following question. <laughs> exactly. And our following question is a pretty nice one, I guess. We haven't ever talked about it in the podcast because it's, it's a hit or miss for some people. Big Rio, how do you... <laughs> pretty new to this topic. So... The question is, are you for or against 
the SCP can like Contain foundation. Are so you, do you like them? I do will you, give you guys you a in them? incredibly honest answer here. I had no idea what the fuck SCP Foundation containment was up until about forty five minutes ago. It's pretty fucking. Cool. Now <laughs> I will say, I always suspected an agency of. Doing this kind of thing. Being in the shadows. Being in the shadows, doing kind of men in black level containment shit. However, I didn't know they actually had a face. I didn't know they had a name. And I had no idea that they were publicly exposing their secrets. Potentially to, you know, kind of give off the... Ha ha ha, joking by right. like, oh, this Illusion of it being fake. This is just something we made up on the internet, and it's just like, oh, but is it? But is it, though? But is it really? Uh, no, I definitely believe that that organization is real. I just truthfully had no idea that it actually like was a, openly a ex- exposed, self-exposed, realistically. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm for SCP containment. I actually was telling Sir Leviathan I would love to be a level C employee, go fucking hunt fucking cryptids and shit. I feel that, but I want, I don't want to be a level C because level Cs get fucking murked sometimes. That's true. That's just the risk you got to take, though. I want to be like a level B. You want to be a little higher rank? Just one higher. I just want to be a B so I don't die. I just don't think I fucking know enough about science to be a level B. I know about spooky stuff. Yeah. I know about the supernatural, just not the science side of it. Like, I wouldn't be but, good at researching them, you know? As for my answer for four against the SCP, I'm I'm for it. I believe it. I don't believe all of them, because some of them are a little fucking far-fetched, even for my grabbing, grabbing at nothing ass. Like, I was like, oh. Yeah, we yeah. reach for straws on the rig. Re- oh, yeah, all the time. But um, I, I'm for it. I definitely believe it. Fuck yeah. Pro SCP. Two Spooky Podcast, putting our stamp, pro-SCP. SCP, if you actually want to give us a sponsorship slash recruit us, let us know. Yeah. Get in touch. Just I mean, you obviously can't just fucking pull up our file and have all our info, so... Yeah, uh, let us come to... Straight up, shoot me a text directly. That would yeah. actually be best for me. That'd be awesome. I, that's what I'd like. I'd prefer, like, a direct text. Oh, yeah. But, um... As for this week's podcast, we were doing cryptids, so... Cryptids, so which plays fucking... into the SCP very well. Oh, the SCP yeah. oh, contains yeah. many a cryptid, I would imagine. I, I would assume so. I feel like that's a huge portion here and there. Also, just ignore all the fucking ghosts that fly across the screen in the video. <laughs> in this one, you see a lot of white ghosts flying across the screen. It just happens. Just but, ignore um, those. Would you like to go first on the... On the uh, yeah, cryptids. I'll go first. So I'll bring up one that we actually referenced a while back. Actually, a while back. We, what? Fuck. When did we talk about this one? I'm trying to think. Um, about it. we actually talked about this in the dragons episode and a little bit in the first episode, I believe, Skinwalker Ranch. Essentially, and I'm going to get more into the theory we had in the Dragons episode, which if anyone remembers, was that the government has cryptids weaponized and ready to deploy at any moment. Okay, yeah, we. I, okay, yeah, I remember when we were talking about that. Now, this cryptid is pretty well known. South America, Central America cryptid. The Goat Sucker, but more commonly known as the Chupacabra. Chupacabra. 
So the first reported attack of the chupacabra actually took place in 1995 in Puerto Rico. Now this is important. Everyone kind of thinks of the chupacabra as being like a long-standing myth. The first reported attack is in 1995 where eight sheep were discovered dead, obviously. Each of them with three puncture wounds in their chest and reportedly drained of blood completely. Hence the name Goat Sucker. So none of these sheep were actually eaten. They were drained of their blood. Which to me rules out any sort of like <coughs> wild dog slash coyote. Because right, because they would chew into it and they'd be like... They would eat it. Yeah. They wouldn't just fucking puncture wound. They wouldn't just fucking drain it and be like, all right, got my smoothie. Time yeah, to kind of dip. exactly. Also, and the three puncture wounds, you don't really... Most even, like, bats, even like when you talk about vampires and shit like that, you get the two. Right. It's a thing, so you got three. Three. Now, a few months later, a woman named, we're just going to say, Tolentino... Reported seeing it in a Puerto Rican town called Canovanos, where as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. Now, in 1975, so this is going back now a little bit, there were supposedly similar killings that were not attributed to the Chupacabra in a town of Maca. Mocha. 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 It's missing an accent. It, it's it's missing an accent, guys. Forgive me. <laughs> it's all. Good. It was attributed to El Vampiro de Mocha, which uh, eventually kind of got chalked up to people thinking it was a satanic cult. I could see that you're draining the blood of uh, draining the blood, not really using the meat, just kind of. But I feel like most of the time purpose. when you get like a satanic cult, you get like the loss of a goat head, right? Yeah. So I feel like that'd be, like, one of my first things. to just be like, mm. And also, they fucking, they three-punctured wound. So why you need three-punctured wounds in the stomach? Right. And then, so here's where it gets weird. So later on that same island, many farms reported loss of animals. Each of them having its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Very weird. Doesn't necessarily line up perfectly. Right, but with, it sounds a lot similar to what we've already got. But it is pretty similar to the, shup- the Chupacabra. The Chupacabra. But, um, no. Yeah, no. See, I, I just don't... I couldn't see it being the satanic groups that they're trying to, like, right. say it was. Because I feel like... Look at the time period, even. 1975, in general, you don't have... Like, the general public... Of Mocha did not have the ability to just be like, oh yeah, we need this surgical equipment for our, our satanic right, we cult, need to, yeah, exactly. so we can drain all these animals. And also, I feel like at that point you're gonna get like you would at least catch somebody, right? You'd have like footprints or something. No, exactly, and that's that is one thing that is kind of weird about it. There's no documented footprints or really any hard evidence of the chupacabra, right? Because it flies. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, some, 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 some versions. Some versions of it do. Right. Now, in October and December, this is 2018. So this is pretty fucking recent. So fat, 
that time. Into the there were supposedly reports in Manipur, India, of domestic animals and poultry killed uh, in a Mexico. very similar way. No, exactly. It's not Mexico. Now, this is the weird part. People, or scientists rather, studied these corpses of the mass killing, and they claim that it's stray dogs, but they were killed in the same manner, where there was three puncture wounds See, and they were completely drained of blood. You can't fucking say it's an animal like a dog or anything, because dogs, as, dogs soon as, eat it. as soon as they bite onto it, they like, they like fucking they like tear flare it apart their head and yeah, shit. Exactly. So they're going to fuck it up, and they're not just going to leave like some puncture wounds that... Come on. Come on, India. Yeah. So, understand. I'm not saying that they have spread there, and I'll go into how they're spreading here in a second. So, for now, we'll just move on. Just give a general description of the Chupacabra. Basically, it's generally described as almost like a reptile, sometimes dog-like hybrid creature. Leathery... Greenish gray, scaly skin, sharp spines or quills running down its back, or just like a enraised spine, basically, where their spines like sticking out of their back. <laughs> and then it's approximately three to four feet, stands on hind legs, and basically hops around like a kangaroo. And it can hop for incredible distances, 20 feet easy. That's fucking intense. Has giant claws, giant fucking, like, almost dog-like snout. So. <clears throat> and here's my personal theory. I also think it has a xenomorph tongue. Can't prove xenomorph it. Xenomorph tongue? Like the, the fucking puncture your body tongue? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I was thinking of something like that, but, like, not, like, the full xenomorph, but it has, like, the three, like, a three needle like thing right. like it almost like the snakes have mm-hmm. how it's like the hollowed out dermic needle there's like fucking dinks into them and then just pulls the blood yeah no i'm pretty sure it has a it has to have some kind of crazy crazy tongue so then another description is the dog like description where it kind of looks like a dog hairless uh super tall spinal cavity Usually, like, really pronounced eye sockets, so, like, deep eye sockets with fangs, claws, and glowing red eyes. So, it's very strange. Very, very strange. Now, here's where it gets crazy. I'm gonna bring up a little bit of the debunkers theory real quick. So, a lot of people Mm -hmm. say that it's just street dogs or coyotes with uh with mange right which would yeah exactly which would make them basically mange is you get little bugs underneath their skin so they scratch off all their hair trying Mm -hmm. to get to the bugs and it'll create like those patches of hair and and it'll create scabs on them from Mm -hmm. ripping their skin and whatnot and the shit looks gross yeah and they look fucking gross and they smell terrible which is they're reported of smelling like sulfur which that makes sense yeah but then you gotta put in the idea when you talk about those wild dogs and things like that you're not getting these giant fucking beasts that are pulling up on cattle right 
No dog can pull up on a cow, bro. Have you seen what happens to, like, dogs and shit when they pull up on deer? They get fucked up. They get stomped the fuck out. I've seen a video of a cow kicking a dog. The motherfucker gets launched. So, like, I, even if it's, like, a little pack of wild dogs, like, I don't think they have the ability. Especially if no they're way all fucked a... up already off the mange and shit. And there's no way the pack mentality is even, like, in question because none of the animals get eaten. Exactly. None of them have ever been exactly. eaten at all. And if you have a pack of wild dogs, I don't think they're just going to suck the blood out of something and call it good. Like, oh. Yeah. Nor do good, dogs bro. have the capability of doing that either. No, no. My, dog, my dog can't even fucking keep the water in the bowl, let alone yeah. fucking just suck blood out of anything. No, exactly. There's no possible way that it can just be wild dogs, in my personal opinion. No way. Now, here's where people will call me tinfoil hat man. Tinfoil hat. Now, in Puerto Rico in particular, where, again... The first recorded case in 1995 happened. There is a secret U.S. government scientific lab in the El Yunk rainforest. Calling them out. <laughs> where, yeah, no, I'm just straight up calling this lab out. <laughs> this is where we're going next. And so here's the thing. Puerto Rico has been exploited by the U.S. a lot. A lot of you people who live here in the U.S. don't even realize Puerto Rico is a territory of the U.S. And the reason it's a territory is so that we can go there and take their resources openly. That is the only reason. They don't <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. have they American they, rights or anything like they that. They don't pay anything to us. We don't give anything to them. We literally just pull up because we want something. We're like, oh, hey, we need this. And they're like, we can't tell you no. Right. So... There's a lot of theories down there, and truthfully, I'm actually behind it. The U.S. created chupacabras. The U.S. genetically modified these creatures and let them loose in the area to run rampant on it. In goal of scaring people away or... Really? Uh, taking over prime <laughs> locations. Because a lot of it there is farmland, and you know what's on that farmland? Fucking oil. So they're trying to scare the farmers oh, so off of it. The, the U.S. government conducted experiments to create to create chupacabras yep. to unleash on the farmlands of Puerto Rico so that we could come in and take the oil. Exactly. That's fucked. <laughs> and then you look at what's happening in India with starting reports. India is one of the quickest developing nations, actually the quickest developing nation in the world. However, it still struggles super heavily with poverty and that kind of thing. America releasing chupacabras on them, they're fucking afraid. They are afraid of India developing quicker and becoming a better nation. So they're trying to stunt their growth. Well, I was going to say this earlier and I completely, it fucking slipped my mind. There is a couple of like, Chubacaba-like uh, cryptids in Asia that are really close to them. There's also one that's like known for almost being like the the Chubacabra, but it feeds on the baby of pregnant women. Oh, yeah, and its tongue mm. it like fucking like comes up, gets into your belly button. That's fucking nutty. Yeah. So thank Ooh. God I'm not a woman that can be pregnant in Asia. So. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, I mean, 
feel free to call me tinfoil hat guy in the comments. Actually, if you do believe I'm a tinfoil hat guy, please post it in the comments. Say, call Big me. Rio, you're a tinfoil hat motherfucker. I will not delete your comment. I will actually probably heart react it. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I do most of the reactions on the Facebook page. I will heart react that shit in a fucking heartbeat. You do have... You do more on the Facebook page than I do, because, like, when I'll hop on there, you're already, like, reacted to shit, because, like, I'll get the late notification, and it's like, oh, hey, this person did this, and I'm like, oh, fuck, better go say what's up, and then you've already, like, had a whole conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I know what happened. <laughs> yep. So, feel free to call me Tinfoil Hat Man, but the U.S. government made... Chupacabras, and that plays into them weaponizing cryptids. Chupacabras are their first weapon, and I was ahead of the curve on that one. We called it out back in Dragons. We called it out in Episode 3. It finally came full circle. My research led me to finding more info about it. (laughs) And the next weapon they're trying to use, almost certainly... Water babies. What? Oh, Check your fucking water, people. There's no... The government's putting water babies in your fucking water, people. There's water babies inside bottles of water. Exactly. If and you Dasani buy fucking Dasani water, water, you get water babies in it. Guaranteed. Not to get up on my soapbox here for everybody, but if you didn't know, I don't know if you knew this or not, there's salt, there's sea salt in Dasani water. Oh, Dasani water has worse than sea salt. It has one of the fucking chemical p- compounds used during the lethal injection in it. I didn't That's know That's on God. There's no cap behind that, folks. Are you serious? I am dead serious. I didn't serious. know about that one. It's I knew very, about the salt. I knew about the salt. It's a very it low percentage of it, and it's technically a preservative, quote-unquote. Yeah, to preserve your body after death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Dasani water is really bad for you. It's also owned by Coca-Cola. Here's my tinfoil hat. The Koch brothers are ran by the U.S. government, and they fucking want to feed you water babies. The Koch brothers are feeding you water babies, people. We're not crazy. <laughs> we're not crazy. We're just we're just we're just woke. Hyper aware. We're just hyper woke guys. Hyper woke aware. Also, Dasani tries to feed you water babies salt. Here's here's my challenge to ingestion. everyone. Here's my challenge to everyone. Go and buy a bottle of Dasani water, and open it and listen to that motherfucker sizzle like a sprite when you open it. That shit is not how water is supposed to sound. No. Uh, no. Like, why does it crack when you open it, bro? Have you, it straight up uh, sizzles like a sprite. There's some fucking weird, stupid water that you can get from like most gas stations, and when you pop that bitch open, like, n- not not mist, uh, fucking like smoke comes out the bottle, and you're like, why is there smoke coming out of this? And it's almost like when you crack open like nos, yeah, and it has like the fucking steam. And it's like, why are you smoking, bro? <laughs> you're my drink. Yeah, bro. Fucking. Actually, I revoked that challenge because I don't want anyone to buy Dasani water because it's a bad thing. You if heard, you buy it, don't drink it. You heard I mean, it from uh, the podcast, the Two Spooky Podcast. Yeah. Boycott Dasani. Boycott Dasani. Buy it for a test. Don't drink it. I like Icelandic. I like Icelandic water. It's a the specific Icelandic, brand. Yeah, no, I've had that I one. fucking love it. That's the only one I drink. 90% I'm a, of the time. I'm a big uh, sponsored by Costco, Hinkley Springs man myself that's also good uh, just fresh out the tap i'll go basic bitch for work and i use like i think it's a belfonte just like water jug it's just a fucking yeah. big old just water the jug. jug yeah a fucking gallon jug for good me. old dollar 52 at the gas station i grab yeah. that every morning before work actually here's a hot take casey's brand water is actually decent it's not bad they also have their own bread of pop now 
Really? Yeah. Nice. You heard it first. You heard it here first. In Fuck our... the Coke brothers. That's on God. Yeah. I like Coke, but it'd be a lot better if it was actual Coke. I gotta be honest, I'm more of a Pepsi man, but here's the fucked part. I'm pretty sure the Coke brothers own Pepsi, too, so... Yeah. No. I know. I'm, I'm blowing you guys' mind. <laughs> they own a subsidiary that owns Pepsi. Well, fucking Gitchy Gotcha. Gitchy Gotcha, hashtag Monopoly. <laughs> uh, I was talking about fucking... Uh... There's a company that has a monopoly that we just allow to happen, and no one says anything about it, and I can't remember what the fuck it is, and I, it's just slipping my mind, but I was just thinking about it. I'll bring it back up in, later in the podcast. But... We'll make a monopoly episode, because there actually is a lot of monopolies. <laughs> and again, <laughs> call me Big scary. Rio the tinfoil hat man, yeah, but we'll, I know a we'll billion have our, monopolies that we'll, exist. We have to have a tinfoil podcast. Like when fucking we just bro. go fucking crazy and we're like, all right, these, these this is our conspiracies. Like we had a conspiracy theory episode back in fucking episode two, but it was a very tame one. We didn't we didn't really delve as we went we into should. like a couple of random conspiracies that we just found. Yeah, versus the actual conspiracies themselves. Versus what's actually going on, which is the Koch brothers infusing <laughs> water babies into the lethal injection water. With sea salt. With sea salt. Water babies love fucking sea salt, you sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. I fucking know what you're doing, Coke brothers. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I can't wait for the comments on this one. Uh, fucking right. John Cruz, call me a tinfoil hat, man, dude. He or agree never. with me. John Cruz is a saint. <laughs> Again, 37, 30, 40 into the podcast. Shout out to John Cruz here. Always. Good guy. Yeah, good, good old shout Our out number one John viewer. Cruz. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next cryptid on the list. We're fucking 30, uh, we're... 40 minutes in and talked about one cryptid. <laughs> well, we also did the questions. That's true. So you gotta add that. Well, actually, there. water babies count as a cryptid. Yes. Always. Weaponized All right. babies coming So, soon. one of the cryptids I picked for mine this week, I picked because it's just kind of fucking terrifying, and it's some shit that I'd like to have in one of my nightmares. Ahul. Ahul is a winged cryptid that is mostly depicted as basically an oversized gorilla mixed with a bat. And it's like the Fuck. body and head of a gorilla with... Bat teeth, bat ears, and bat, like, wings on its arm, but it still has, like, the gorilla-like body. And, like, talons as well. Yeah, so, like, it has, like, the bat talons and shit. So, like, kind of fucking just the scariest shit I have ever heard of. Yeah, also note the wingspan is reportedly 28 feet. Yes, 18 to 28 feet. Uh, It isn't just one... Uh, the Ahul is also been seen multiple different times with the colorations of black, brown, and there was one sighting of somebody saying they saw a white Ahul. Ooh, an albino Ahul? Basically chilling on the top of, like, a mountain. So, Shit. yeah. They are also, de- like, f- most of the time you can tell it's an Ahul because you can hear them screaming, Ahul. Oh, so that's, like, literally... They're like a fucking Pokemon. Nice. So that yeah, that, that's how they got their name. Makes sense. They live in the deepest part of the jungles in Java and can be found mostly up across Indonesia. So like they're a sub, they're literally found across Indonesia, which is just a fucking horrible. Pl- 
not to call Indonesia spot. out real quick. You guys have hella cryptids though. You guys have hella cryptids, and you guys are just a scary place to be. Just yeah. these I, jungles are scary. <laughs> that. They you can hide so well, especially with all the like the stuff, foliage and everything. Everything you got mountains mixed with jungles. You have everything. You get the rivers in there, all of it. You can support a lot. Oh yeah. But there is also a subspecies of ahu that you can find in the islands of New Guinea. And they are presumed to be the cousins of the ahu, which are more or less basically the same thing. But they have a longer, like, chest with larger wings. And they are distinct. They have more of a chimpanzee, like a smaller monkey's face. Okay. Versus the gorilla aspect that the ahu have. So they're more slender than bulky. Yeah, they and they're they're a bit taller gotcha. as well, and they're a little bit longer as well. But same general size. It yeah, like. they're just more thinned out because they're right. they're more chimpanzee. They're like version. the slenderman version. Yeah. So fuck that as well. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say. Fuck those guys. Yeah. No matter what, they're just fucking intimidating. Um, like we've already said, they, they, they do have full-on, like, talons and forearms, so they are able to attack. Uh, covered in mostly brown, gray, and black fur. There's most depictions you don't... Like I said, we have the I have the one thing of the white one, but it was more of a mountain alhul, I guess. Not I'm really guessing sure it's just an that. albino. I mean, uh, I'm get maybe this. This is like a whole ass species here, right? So like maybe it was just a mountain one, although it eats a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables and stuff. They will eat fish, and if a human is spotted, they will fucking attack it. They just do not like humans. They're territorial and, for sure. Oh yeah, they are. They, it is said that they are territorial, but. It's because humans almost resemble a smaller version of them. Because you got very hairy people. Fair enough. And basically what happens is the ahu thinks you're a young male. No matter if you're male or female, doesn't matter our our sex. They see you all as smaller males trying to come take over their spot. And they will fucking smoke you. Hmm. I... Don't think you can really fuck with them. Uh, as that I know of, bullets can hurt them, but they can withstand clips and clips of bullets. Like they, they'll take everything they can. Like you need like fucking, fucking kill them. You need like a fucking fifty cal mounted machine gun to do anything. <laughs> like you better pull up with bring an MG forty two fucking choppers because that's what you're gonna have to do. Um. One second, scrolling a little bit. It is also said to be related to a Kongomato, which is another cryptid described like a bat and a reptile. Okay. So that's just an. So this one has kind of like a couple of subspecies that come along with it, which definitely shows more to like definitely possibility of it just chilling out there doing its thing. The first sighting was in 1925 by a naturalist, Dr. Ernst Bartels. The, he noted... Uh, He's the son of a noted ornithologist. M.E.G. Bartels. Was exploring in a waterfall 
exploring a waterfall on the slopes of the Selk Mountains when a giant unknown bat, a.k.a. the Ahul, flew directly over his head. And then not two years later, around 11.30 p.m., as it was noted, he encountered the Ahul again. As he was in laying in bed, he, in his little shit shack in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> he heard the Ahul kind of just making sound in the jungle, and then he heard it kind of crying yet, like, uttering the loud sound, Ahu. So, right. that was one of the first actual encounters with him. Um, and that there's not too much more about him. There's there's sightings and everything, but they're kind of scattered all over the place. There's not really like big names to his like yeah, villager no, like, stuff like that. No photos have been able to been snapped of it. Uh, there's a couple of photos here and there, but they're kind of like the whole Bigfoot thing, right? Where like yes, it could be it, but at the same time, this photo could just be from a distance, and it could just be something else. Blah blah blah. This and that. Common, common fight for it. Personally, I can definitely see this thing existing. Truthfully, I think that there's a lot of cryptids out there that are kind of just looked at in the natural world, and they've just been thriving. They fucking hide. They thrive. Oh yeah. They f they fuck other ahuls and get money. That's what they do. <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck ahuls. They get that jungle money. They're yeah. eating fucking bananas. Bro, They're that, eating fucking that Congo cash. Eating some trout. Exactly, bro. They're vibing. They honestly live a better life than humans. All right, so idea here what would happen because this is in indonesia and in indonesia like jungles coke is a huge thing true ahul on coke yeah what would happen if an ahul accidentally ate a whole coca plant crashed into a bunch of coke like a fucking you know like oh, they like have a the shipment like a shipment of coke and he just fucking just like tearing through it attacking somebody and the just <laughs> inhales all of the coke I would have to imagine he just goes on a fucking rampage. Like I would anyone in this site fucking would get destroy. Fucking, fucking destroy. Yeah. <laughs> and the first Ahul bitch to get it is getting her back oh, blown out she's, by yeah. Cokehead Ahul. <laughs> he is fucking. He's definitely making twins. That's all I'm going to say. How much Coke can an Ahul do? Let us know in the comments, guys. How yeah, much coke they do have, you think they have? They have some pretty fucking big. They've got some big ass nostrils. nostrils. Like imagine a giant. Like imagine a gorilla the size of two gorillas' nostrils. How much coke do you think can fit up there? Go ahead and leave a comment in grams or ounces, whatever yeah. you think. Oh, bro's doing pounds. You think he can sniff a whole pounder? Oh yeah, dude. He's like ah, uh, they fucking stand what? And again, he can withstand. Clips and clips of bullets, so his heart's pretty strong. He he won't have a heart attack on on coke, probably. Uh, I don't know if they would have. Do you think he'd have a, a heart attack? I'm I don't saying think it's he possible. Would. It doesn't really say how tall they are. I know that their like actual height is like over ten feet. Yeah, yeah, over so 10, ten feet, feet tall. So they're over ten feet tall, and they're over twenty eight feet wide. Yeah, with their, their wingspan. wingspan is fucking monstrous. That's 8.5 meters, in case you guys were That's curious. That's fucking monstrous. Which is yeah, almost three times the length of their fucking height. So their wings are giant. Yeah, and also, 
the order wingspan is three to three to four times the largest known bat known to man. Which yeah. We know some pretty big fucking creatures. We've seen some big ass bats. What is it? The flying fox is the big boy. What do you mean? The biggest one? Yeah, the biggest one isn't that the flying fox? Isn't that what that bat's yeah. called? Yeah, they uh, it it's like almost like an an orange color. Yeah, like an orangey guy, but and they're like super South friendly. Ameri- South America has them. I think they're mostly they mostly eat fruit as mm-hmm. well. Lots of oranges and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, so that's the Ahul for you guys. Dude's fucking a beast. Dude's fucking crazy. I suggest at least looking at a picture of him. Like, yeah, it's looking fucking... up. Uh, A-H-O-O-L. Ahul. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just let you guys know straight up. If you run into one of those in the jungle and it wants you dead, you're, you're fucking, fucking clapped. You're dead. You're dead. There's nothing you There's nothing clapped. more to it. You can have the fucking desert eagle on your hip and it won't do shit. No, I don't... 50 mean, cal I don't think is enough to take Unless you have out. your own cryptid to fight back or the SCP there to protect you... That's true. If you have a weaponized chupacabra with you, you have a chance. Oh, no. Not There's even, no um, fucking way. A chupacabra way. would get a fucked by A chupacabra would fuck. Get, it would just get fucked. Uh, it would literally get ripped in half by yeah. this guy. No, yeah. This thing's fucking Wait, monstrous. Could an owl feed on a chupacabra? I would say so, yeah. Chupacabra's easy prey for this guy, honestly. Like, <laughs> this thing's The natural beast. order for... For uh, cryptids is so fucking crazy. This guy's got to be... It makes our food chain look like shit. Yeah, I would say he's close to the top, but I don't even know about that. There's some cryptids that oh, are pretty... Oh, I would say he he's pretty fucking strong, because first off, you got... He's close to the top for the terrestrial ones, because he's... Tele- well, he's sub... He, he's not terrestrial. He's also... He flies. So That's true, so he's... He's a winged... He's a winged cryptid, but he's also terrestrial, because he does have the gorilla-like right. stance, so... I don't know. He's... I think the he's in, pretty fucking OP. The dimensional ones are gonna <laughs> fuck him, but the like earthly ones are pretty much all fucked. Uh yeah. Do you think he could fight a Loch Ness? I don't think he can fight a Loch Ness monster, only because the battleground isn't fair. Like, air versus water. Air versus water. Water wins. Wins pretty much every time. I mean, all the Loch Ness has to do is like get hold of his leg and pull him down. That's fair. That's but I guess, like, Once... all he has to do is get that neck, and you're fucked. True. Like, if he was able to get a lucky hit in, get, like, the Loch Ness Monster, pull it out of the water, I mean, it's done. Oh, yeah. But I imagine if this thing's fucking I assume 28 he... foot long wings get wet, it's not flying too well, is my guess. Mm. Bats can Bats can fly in the rain, can't they? They can, but it's still diminished. Rough. Yeah, it's yeah. still rough. Because, I mean, as I, opposed to, like, a bird um, uh, with that, feathers that, like, I just wash can't the get over the look over the hole because, like... It looks fucking monstrous. Imagine just trying to, like, travel through the fucking jungle and then you, you see this giant fucking red-eyed thing chilling up in the tree and you're like, what the fuck? And then next thing you know, it's 28-foot wingspan gets spanned out and it fucking flies at you. You're dead. Done. You're straight up dead. You're fucking done. Like, here's the thing. Even a perfect shot with an elephant rifle, you need four. Like, you know, like, you need four perfectly even think placed ele- shots. Oh, yeah. Four shots with the elephant rifle. Yeah. I think if you got him in the wing, you you might have a chance. Honestly, I think slashing weapons are going to be most effective against him. If you're able to slash his wings open, because they are flesh-like wings. They are about, they are back, like... 
So if you were able to have, like, I don't even know, like a giant fucking glaive and fucking uh, take out its wing. So I think my approach to the Al-Hul would be the Cloudbuster. Cloudbuster. What the fuck is that? You don't know about the Cloudbuster from Final Fantasy? No. It's the huge that. giant claymore that Cloud fucking wields. Oh, that thing. Okay. Yeah, the Cloudbuster. Yeah. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite, like, depictions of any weapon. That wouldn't it's just be a bad. giant fucking cl- guts from Berserk. Mm-hmm. I'd have hit like that fucking the claymore easily. Yeah. I think that's like your best chance. I don't think firing weapons are good against the Alhul just because like the fucking speed this guy can probably get with oh, that wingspan. Yeah. You're not going to be able to sight him down. So See, you're gonna I was kind of thinking, um, attack. fucking oh, I can't remember the name of it. Fucking Zabuza's sword. That one would be pretty good against him. Yep, claymore. Yeah, just a big-ass claymore, or even the fucking... And see, that one's OP, because Zabuza's sword uh, regenerates from blood, so like... Exactly, so you get a big blood slice on it, it's good. Oh, yeah. So I think, yeah, no, like, I think the best chance against the novel is if you have... bladed weapons. Yeah, bladed weapons, uh, bullets don't really affect it. It hurts it, but, like, you're going to want to take out those wings. My, Welcome to Monster Hunter. Right. I'm also going to theorize a, a giant glaive launcher from World of Warcraft that the Night Elves have would be pretty good against it. That's also fair. Fucking just hit it with a giant glaive and it just gets slashed up. Um, like, obviously, if you're able to hit this thing with, like, a ballista or something, I would assume it's powerful enough or, like, a fucking cannon that will probably fuck it up. But uh, by all, it, I imagine it's pretty quick. Though. Like it I said, my only agile. thing with uh, cannon fodder or any firing is he's going to hear that with his fucking supersonic hearing. And dodge it. And he, yeah, he's going to be able to fucking dodge it. So, like, if you're going with a cannon, if you have a cannon at your fucking disposal when you're fighting an Ahu, like, he's, he's going to up. Dodge it. Uh, go for the, I'd say go for the chain chain cannon it yeah try and cover its dodge honestly i think your best bet is to again bring back from episode three dragons cannon ahul survive a drone strike if you yes. have just like a yes. drone fucking i 110 percent believe the ahul would beat the drone strike i don't, I don't think you can one. get him i don't th- i honestly if you have a homing missile believe. on this dude he's done you ah, that's the thing we've seen it before with so many different like Pick different like uh, different way movies have depicted mm-hmm. it. Games have depicted it. Flying animals have learned to fight in the air. So yeah. if you have a, there was one thing if we had a drone strike against the dragon that doesn't that can't fly type shit, versus a dragon that could fly, the awful. I'm guessing he's gonna fucking sense that coming, and he's gonna get closer into the trees. Okay, so new he one. Also can not... the Aquil survive a napalm strike? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That, <laughs> if you napalm the you whole forest. you might be able to fuck him then, but then you're fucking everything yeah, around Yeah, no, him. you're definitely just pulling a good old hashtag. Uh, Burn it down. Here's a here's a big hot take for you guys. I don't know why it's a hot take still. Uh, the <laughs> Vietnam War was fucking stupid. Were we actually fighting Ahuls? We might have been fighting Ahuls the whole time. And that's why we were losing so drastically, and that's what the guerrilla warfare came from, because they're actually guerrilla bats, and the government didn't want to... Oh my god. And that's why we pulled out the napalm. Yep, because that's the only thing that beats Ahuls, is napalm from fucking Pokemon. Yep. Palmate. Palmate? Napalm? (laughs) Fucking sold. I don't know. Call me tinfoil hat man, but... 
<laughs> the Vietnam War wasn't against the Vietnam. It, it was, was against, against the holes. Yep. Feel free, know. John Cruz, to leave us a tinfoil tin hat comment on that no. one. Might have to put on my tinfoil hat for a week after saying that one. Yeah. You know what? I you know what I'm convinced. Ahuls I, are Pokemon. I believe Ahuls are 110 percent real. Oh yeah. And then we have these little pictures of them that they kind of like shows. Like I'm guessing that's like you guys can't that see this, like and I'm sorry. That looks like gargoyle almost. Damn cheeks. He's kind of thick. Yeah. Holy Christ. shit! Ahuls are kind of thick. <laughs> you. <laughs> Yo, low key, he's well, kind of make he's finna make me act all up. Right. Oh, who's <laughs> finna make me act up? I think we have to get Etolf on this one. Etolf, if you're listening, Etolf, we need a do. we need an Ahul throwing it back with us at the strip club, throwing bills on that fucking fat cake of a booty it has. You you are the only one to do this, Etolf. Etolf, this is you. Stop ignoring our fan art requests. We need these. <laughs> <laughs> we need these. Oh, my. Okay. Um, we're going to hop to a quick break real quick because we're about at the hour mark. Mm-hmm. Need to go get another Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> um, I'm going to crack open my, my lemonade. So we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with you guys, and we have a couple more cryptids to talk about. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Too Spooky Podcast from that little break that you probably didn't even... You get didn't even realize. Uh, like the 10 seconds that it doesn't make any audio if that but we are back we are on the twitch stream if you're watching welcome back uh we're gonna go ahead and knock into the second cryptid from big rio yep. this week so this one i actually delved pretty deep on because i was very confused on its origins i thought that it was brought up more throughout other mythology but shockingly it's mostly just in scandinavian folklore now i thought it stretched across other scandinavian oh we got a scandinavian motherfucker in the chat i'm actually norwegian but there you guys drop a big norwegian for shout out to all my guys in norway and everywhere hey yo big shout out to denmark yeah my boys in denmark of course i don't know if you're watching you're watching hey if you're watching in denmark Leave a comment saying Danish, Danish, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> okay. But, so, the, I didn't want to say it. Yeah, you almost spoiled it. We almost had a name drop here. Yeah. So, this Scandinavian folk beast, I, th- I really thought it was depicted in other mythology. It's maybe lightly depicted in Greek mythology, but... You get it a little bit in Greek mythology. A little bit, and I was... Can, Confused, and thought it was in there rather frequently. It's not. However, some people think that the Hydra, for example, is this beast. Separate people. Separate things. Separate things. No, exactly. Now, here's what it is. The Kraken. Maybe you guys have heard of it. The Kraken. Everyone's heard of it. And we're not talking about rum. Classic. I fucking love (laughs) <laughs> we ain't talking rum. Classic. We talking Kraken. So this, a legendary cephalopod-like sea monster. Also, thank you, Twitch chat. I'm keeping up on you. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Pinkster C. Yes. Uh, legendary cephalopod-like dude. So according to the Norse sagas, the Kraken dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland. 
and essentially terrorizes sailors as they cross. Doesn't allow you to get your ship across, my guys. Yep, unfortunately. Now, the Kraken is first brought up in the Orvar Odar, which... I mean, did I did I pronounce that right? It's pretty close. Pretty close. Okay, what's the third? Overdorn. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Hell yeah. Got Overdorn. it. So the Overdorn. I actually read this earlier. It's actually kind of a cool saga. So essentially, it, it really is. You I, read it? I, oh yeah. Anything that deals with like Norse mythology or in or Nordic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So huge fan. Read this. It's a cool story, basically outlines a hero who is depicted to basically have his death predicted at 350 years old. He's going to die by his own horse in his home village. Now, to beat the prophecy, he, as soon as hearing it, kills his fucking horse, buries it deep, deep within the ground, and leaves his hometown. Now... He goes on, does a whole bunch of Odyssey adventure shit, where... Kills hunts down some monsters. Yeah. Does some, uh, basically, it's almost like quests, but yeah. it's more for, like, the people, and it's to, like, kind of, like, bring himself up. Yeah, exactly. He, he He's truthfully a pretty good guy. And he does a whole bunch of quests, and that's where they mention two monsters in particular, uh... Let me know if I butcher this. Agufa. Where, 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 where is it? <laughs> Hafil. 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 And then what's this guy? Lebert. Lebert. So that. Lebert. Wait, what's this one again? Hafil. Hafil. So Lebert. So Hafil is also known as the Sea Mist, and that is what is believed to reference the Kraken. Now. This beast... Butchered. Yeah, this beast... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, this beast is mentioned pretty frequently throughout it. Now... Throughout this, the, the saga. Essentially, the thing about it that's crazy is that one has never been found, which puts it in the cryptid category. One has never been washed ashore. One's There's never been deaths. caught, found dead, nothing like that. Now... The th the whole thought process is it is that there's actually two of them. Being and Langbuk. No, Langbuk is something else. The leatherback. Yeah, that's a Heather, different. Heather that's a different sea beast. So the thought is that there's two different ones, and do you guys have Twitter or Discord? No one. As for the the chat, as he's doing this, we do not have a Discord, but we were going to make one, but we didn't have a lot of people want to participate in it, so we didn't make one. We do have a Twitter. I run the Twitter, but it is super fucking dead right now. He puts so, nothing on it. Yeah, I do nothing to it. But if if you're willing to to follow it, I'll. I'll we can start make a Discord. Honestly, I'm I'm down to make a Discord. Yeah. that's pretty easy for me to do too. Oh yeah, I'm on so, Discord every day. We got you, Twitch. So I'll fire up a Discord. Um, but so essentially, this thing there's really no definitive sightings outside of olden day like you know sailor's tale kind of stuff well it's kind of like when you look at the odyssey which is also another saga mm -hmm. if well the odyssey is the odyssey 
versus the saga, which is what a lot of Nordic ones call right. it as a saga. You have Circe's, which is supposedly a sea monster that creates the uh, whirlpool that you get sucked right. into, things like that. You never see a body or anything like that of those, but there were supposed to be multiple ones, stuff of that sort. Just too big. Now, since we're on the topic of the Odyssey, I'm actually going to bring up what I kind of connected to the Odyssey. Scylla. So Scylla is essentially a sea monster depicted as... Oh, yep. See, that's what I was talking about. Having, what, six heads and like a uh, dozen tentacle-like legs. Yeah, and then basically the water just circles down into her mouth and everything and just fucks it all up. Right, and on the note of the water circling down into it, the the quote that I got, and I mentioned this earlier, I actually went deep dive delving into an ancient Nordic science book, um, and it's called, you want to do a quick pronunciation here? <laughs> I got you. Kongis? Wait, Nothings Skundis. Yeah. That book, I... Skundisa? Yep. Wait, give me a second. I have to fucking read that. So I might know my shit, but I don't know Here, ancient. I'll, I'll, pro so, I'll pronounce it like I would pronounce and it. I'll, and again, and this, I'll do it after you. This is it. written in runic, by the way. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like... fucking hard. It's oh, pretty... Like, this is like write. an ancient text. This I know, is like, my alphabet. Circa, <laughs> 12, circa 1250 AD. I'm going to call it... There you go. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Fucking, I wasn't even close. So... Because the, the, the J's are basically H's. Oh. So you got the whole... I like Spanish. Yeah, so like when you have an okay. H, when you have a J, and then the A, you, it's generally like a whole. Okay, so yeah, here's a... So take a quick pause from the Kraken. Uh, I'm putting my tinfoil hat back on. Um, <laughs> Swedish people actually immigrated to South America and created Spanish from the Nordic language. I'll take it. Just because the G <laughs> sound like I'm ancient. taking it. Okay. I'm taking that free, uh, free bonus step up for me. Okay. Because I can't speak Spanish. I didn't. Out of everybody who took Spanish in high school, I am not one of them. I took French. <laughs> I took French, and it was the shittiest experience of my entire life because I didn't want to be there. Fair the enough. teacher hated me, and I couldn't, like, at that time, it was, like, my freshman year, I couldn't stand up and talk in front of anybody. I let alone couldn't even make a sound in the classroom and let one person look at me without me turning, like, red and wanting to kill myself. Like, I just couldn't do it. So I didn't want to do pr presentations either, so I just couldn't do anything and they're like oh yeah find a partner i'm like i'll talk to myself yeah i'll talk to myself <laughs> <laughs> so i took hey you good fucking good for you for taking french step outside the box nice go go french the only reason i know any bit of spanish is because my girlfriend is mexican colombian and cusses me out in spanish all the time i'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to read a direct good. excerpt from... Do you want to pronounce it again? Hunlin Skonhals. And again, I'll pronounce it. Kanungis <laughs> So I'm going to read a direct excerpt from there. My great-great-grandfather just looked at me and cried. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I'm absolutely offending the whole uh, Nordic culture oh yeah, right now. Everything about me. 
So this is a direct okay translation expert. I'm not going to read the, the whole thing. runic text. I can, no, I am going to read the I, I whole thing because it's pretty good. I'm not good at it. Shout out to my cousins. In so basically way. this whole chapter of it outlines all the whales of um, Norway. Norway Norwegian. slash Greenland coast area. So it the whole chapter is outlying whales. And then this is the last bit of the chapter. There is a fish not yet mentioned, which it is scarcely advisable to speak about on account of its size, which to most men will seem incredible. There are moreover, but very few who can tell anything definite about it, inasmuch as it is rarely seen by men, for it almost never approaches the shore or appears where fishermen can see it, and doubt that this sort of fish is very plentiful in the sea. In our language, it is usually called the kraken. I can say nothing definite as to the length the length in L's, which L's is an old measurement system. No one really uses it anymore. It's like knots. Exactly. For on those occasions when men have seen it, it has appeared more like an island than a fish. Nor have I heard that one has ever been caught or found dead. It seems likely that there are two, but in all the ocean, and that these beget no offspring, for I believe it is always the same ones that appear. Nor would it be well for other fishes if they were as numerous as other whales, seeing that they are so immense and need so much food. It is said that when these fishes want something to eat, they are in the habit of giving forth a violent belch, which brings up so much food that all sorts of fish in the neighborhood, both large and small, will rush up in the hope of getting nourishment and good fare. Meanwhile, the monster keeps its mouth open, and in as much as its opening is about as wide as a sound of a fjord, which is essentially a giant canyon, so its mouth is fucking monstrously large. So just imagine basically a regular well, but with a wider mouth, and basically what it does is it sets up the prey it just, by burping almost, a and bunch it, brings of, like, up a, fucking... it brings up a bunch of like semi-digested food yeah and basically the smell instantly hits the water all the fish are like some good shit this is some fucking finally some good fucking food they they pull up hang out in his mouth and then they can't help but be there in great numbers and as soon as its mouth and belly are full the monster closes its mouth and catches and eats hundreds of thousands of fish in one fell swoop so Two things I'm 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 gonna say real quick. First off, Twitch chat, how do we know we how do we know each other? We've known each other technically since like eighth grade. Yep. But me and him actually didn't start hanging out until fuck after high school senior year ish. Yeah. And we just kind of just do a lot of stuff together. We do music together. We do this. Yeah. We we uh... drink together. <laughs> We definitely... Uh, we just kick it a lot. Conduct magic arts together. We do that as well. Uh, we have a cult. Yep. So, that that's a thing. There's just... We, we know each other from just school, I, te- I guess, technically. Yeah, it's kind of weird, because in eighth grade, whenever I met talk. him, yeah, never We did not talk. Ever. We talked through a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. who then we ended up hanging out and having common centric. Central interests that kept us hanging out. 
truthfully, one of the first times that, like, solidified our friendship, we fucking drank a fuckload of jungle juice and recorded a song that was absolute, absolute banger. Just too good to deserve anything. You have a cult? Yes, I do. Uh, it There's not much more to it. If you want to know more about that, that's that's personal talk. That's, I that's some Discord talk. We'll, yeah, we'll fire up the Discord and I'll get you a link, Pinkster. Make sure yes. to drop us a follow because then I can see you and I can DM you on here. I don't use well, Twitch because I don't stream my games anymore because I fucking play Rainbow Six Siege for Honor in Minecraft religiously. No one wants to play. Uh, what songs do you do we do from we both actually do rap together a lot and we've been working on stuff like that but then we also we're working on a secret this is a spoilers to the podcast the two spooky podcast is actually a part of a rap group switchblade society known as switchblade society and we are working on a top secret album produced entirely by yours truly big rio and yeah, it's gonna be an absolute hood banger. I produce black metal by myself because I'm really into Norwegian black metal. So like a lot of my stuff's more or less guitars and just sounds black metalish. <laughs> that's honestly that's about all we had for cryptids. Two or sorry, not cryptids on the kraken. Yeah, it's just a fucking giant Scandinavian creature. Everyone's heard of the kraken. It's been depicted in a lot of things. Probably most famously, what is it? Fucking. 50,000 leagues under the sea, 30,000, I don't know the number, uh, some number of thousand leagues. 10,000 leagues under the sea, I own that book actually, that's with, a, with the uh, notes with on the, the side. the author's notes? Yeah, so. That's a classic book. I, mean, I love it, it's the hard I back. read that one in middle school, I didn't read grade. it until six, seven months ago when fucking I bought it. Book. Oh my god, it's, it's so fucking long, fucking but it's long. really good. It is. Um, that's it for Kraken's yeah. next up. On to the crazy uh, I'm actually one. I think we're gonna save this cryptid for next time. One? I think we're running a little long on on the pod podcast. We'll keep the Twitch chat up yeah, if we'll, you guys we'll want to join doing that. Some pitch, some pitch Twitch. But um, I'm actually gonna save my cryptid for Fair next enough. time that because that I feel like it could. This one's gonna be, be another hour long conversation. Yeah, we don't so, want to drop a two hour podcast. So I'm not even gonna spoil what it's about. All right, I already so. closed it, so that You're not allowed to know. The notes are gone. You guys yeah, won't you even guys, know. You guys won't get the notes. So let's wrap it up with the movie. Uh, yeah. So this week we picked Hereditary for Hereditary. the movie. Hereditary, pretty. I'm actually gonna bring up that while you're talking about. Pretty spooky movie. If you guys haven't watched it, I don't want to do any spoilers for you guys. I mean, it came out in 2018. I don't know. We kind of like have to because it. That's yeah. the only way we're gonna be able to talk about it. Essentially. The plot. Inf- We're not done just yet. There, we Pinkster. We 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 are gonna have the Twitch stream after. Yeah, we'll keep for streaming our, for our a post bit. podcast that we do. So, Hereditary essentially outlines the story of. Um, I, I want to say, a young a young boy is the main character. I want to call him the main character, and a mom, where essentially. Sorry, spoilers. If you guys don't want spoilers, I'm going to just go and I'm have to have, go ahead and drop uh, them. Yeah, there's no way to, to say, describe the plot without spoilers. I'm going to go ahead and say, if you don't want spoilers because you haven't seen it, you should... Tune off now. Yeah. We appreciate you listening to this week's episode of the Two Spooky Podcast. If you do not want spoilers, though, go ahead and turn it off. But we are going to straight up spoil it. 
do you want to Yeah, so it? essentially, like I said, it's outlines a young lad and a mom who the young lad is driving his daughter, or his daughter, his sister around, and she's having an allergic reaction. While he's driving, she's like freaking out, choking. She ate some fucking German chocolate cake. She's allergic to nuts. She's a dumbass. She doesn't have an EpiPen. That's like, that's no cap. And she's also she, 13. She's also 13. Fair enough. <laughs> she's a small child who and, gets taken to a party with, with her brother who doesn't want to watch her. Yeah. And while her brother's getting high in the other room, trying to yeah. get some, some punani, trying to get to slide in, yeah, he's she to eats clap. some fucking cake. She's at a high... This 13-year-old's at like a full-grown high school party. They're like fucking passing around Ciroc and all that good shit. And she straight up is dying. She... Sticks her head out the window while he's fucking whipping it fucking... Trying to catch some air. He's trying to fucking get her to the fucking hospital. Has to corn dodge a dead deer in the street. Fucking swerves over to the right. She sticks her head out. Bink. Whacks her fucking head on a telephone pole. Decapitated. Headshot. Fucking... St- he stops Do not pass car. go. Do not he collect $200. The and then just drove. He stopped the car, <laughs> looked back in the mirror, and was like... Oh my god, there's a headless body in here. Yeah. And then continued driving, drives home, walks in his house, and goes to fucking bed. Does not tell anyone. Doesn't even care. Does not even. I think he does care. He's just too shook to do anything, honestly. Truthfully, I think he does care. He was just a little too shook. Thank you for watching. (laughs) So, he goes home, lays down. Next day, his mom walks outside. She's like, Honey, I'm going to go get some lumber. And then walks outside, <laughs> hops in the whip, and you just go, just sees the dead ass body. She describes it later as a pool of just black blood, fucking coagulated, been there all night. It's just... horrible. It's a horrible thing. And so obviously she's fucking scarred. And then as she goes on, she's going to these grief therapy meetings and. In these grief therapy meetings, she meets a gal by the name of Joan, and this lady tells her about this amazing supernatural experience she's had. She went to a meeting, and she found a medium who let her talk to her deceased grandson. Now, she brings the mom back to her house, lets her see her communicating with her dead grandson. It's pretty fucking, you know... Crazy. It's spooky. She has to read some fucking ancient incantation. Definitely some demonic shit. And then, in doing so, she gets curious. She gives her the info. She takes it home, conjures her daughter... Daughter, quote-unquote. Definitely quote-unquote. Definitely quote-unquote on what she conjures. Gets fucking possessed outright, like, almost immediately. And then the hauntings take place from there. It just starts picking up from there. And it mostly targets her son. Now, the son is at this point, he's already fucking guilt-ridden. He hates his life. I mean, he did fucking... So, first off, I would like to say, if you know actors, you know actors. The Son is played by Alex Wolf. He's a pretty upcoming actor. He was the best friend in uh, My Friend Dahmer. He's one of my favorite okay. actors. But in this movie, he's kind of a fucking pussy. He's, he's kind a, of a major huge pussy. pussy the whole movie. Like, consistently having, like, fucking panic attacks and all this other shit. And then the whole time, 
you're like, oh, yeah, this guy kind of fucking deserves it because he was kind of a huge dick to his sister yeah. about taking her to the party. And then he leaves her there to get high. Like, don't get me wrong. Getting high isn't the issue. It's the leaving your sibling unaware and unsecure at a party. Too. Do you believe this can happen? Do we believe, like, the haunting can happen, Twitch yes. stream? Yes. 100%. Ghosts are 100% real. Demons even What more happened real. in this movie is, uh, you gotta look into it more, of course. It's the hereditary. It's coming from the grandmother, and it skipped the mother to her. That was, like, the whole thing, but the son's also involved. You find that out later. Yep. And so, after this demon starts fucking around, uh... Or, sorry, ghost starts fucking around haunting them. The mom's trying to get rid of it. Every time she tries to burn the book, which becomes the bridge, quote-unquote, what she, what she assumes is the bridge between the other world, she can't burn it. Every time she tries to burn it, she herself catches on fire. So she tells her husband, who... Is a one skeptical. You skipped a small. Oh, I did skip a small part. Yeah, true. Uh, the book is the sketchbook of the daughter who did die, Charlie. True. I actually also skipped another part before she reveals, um, to her husband that the book can't be burnt without burning her. The husband is already like big sus on her and ready to call the cops on her ass because he just in the start crazy. Well, in the start of the movie. Their grandmother dies. The children's grandmother dies. That's essentially like the opening scene. And the body goes missing almost immediately upon being buried. Now, whenever she's getting close and like, burn, like you gotta burn the book, they have found the grandmother's body in their attic at this point. No one knows why it's there. The grandmother's dead body is in the attic, just rotten away. Now, that's why... The dad's like, you're fucking nuts. You fucking dug up the body. That's why you've been going to these meetings. Whatever. And then she's like, no, please. You just have to trust me. Burn this book. Come on, please. We have to fucking get rid of the demon. Burn the book. And he's like, fine. Fuck it. Tosses it into the fire. He gets fucking roasted. One shot. He's dead. On arrival. Fucking straight up cooked like a goddamn berry in an oven. And then... Done for. Done for. Then from there... The... The mom, whatever you want to call her, she's losing her fucking marbles. She can't figure it out. And then at this point, she gets pretty much full-on possessed mode. She's pretty much done with this earth. She's no longer here. She is now a vessel. And with that, the son comes home. He's out of school. (laughs) He comes home, and he sees his fucking (laughs) dad cooked. fucking crazy. Then his mom is, like, fucking terrorizing his ass, running around, fucking crawling on the ceiling and shit. And then... This scene was really crazy to me. I hope it's the the part I'm talking... I'm thinking about, so... Maybe. So, as he's, like, in the chase, like, trying to run away from his mom, whatever, he walks in, sees his dad cooked, and out of the corner of his eye, he sees one of the fucking... People that were at the funeral, which will soon be revealed... As a cult. Was a, actually a cult that the grandmother was involved in, and he is a cult member. And he's just in their house, fucking chilling, dick hanging out, no fucking <laughs> care right, in the yeah, world. No, I just wanted to point that out. All of these old people are naked. They're they got just their dicks fucking out. fucking dick out, titties swinging at their waist type shit, 
crazy. Like, that part alone would scare the shit out of me. Right. Not that my mother is chasing me on the ceiling or my father is burnt at the fireplace. Right. But there's just a bunch of old people getting naked in my house. Yeah, no. And so the mom's on the ceiling at this point, chasing it's him around. Ridiculous. Eventually, he's still running from them. He climbs into the attic. And this scene is what was really freaky to me. The fucking mom starts banging her fucking head against the, like, attic floor. That shit freaked me the yeah. fuck out. No, like, she's, she's on the ceiling crawling around and she's going, like, <laughs> fucking, fucking smacks her smacking shit. Smacking head butts against that bitch, taking them out. Yeah, no. And then... Can a demon headbutt through a rock? Can a demon headbutt a rock? That's a... that's a, Headbutt through a rock. I'm gonna say yes. Demons have fucking... That's fair. Trapped in a mortal body, no. But if they're in like a full form, one hundred percent. Banging their shit against the rock. If they, if they got their full form, yes. But trapped in a mortal body, no. Oh. Now, when he gets into the attic, he sees that the grandma is not there, but there's a fucking outline of where the body was decaying on the floor, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He fucking reads a quick little excerpt out of the book. He's freaked the fuck out, and then the mom fucking. Flies the fuck in. Like, did she come through the roof? Like, how did she get I in? Think she or did she just, just come in? I think she just propelled herself through the darkness around her. I think yeah. the demon just was able to yeah, do it. Yeah, she just straight up went through the wall. And she's fucking floating around, like, literally fucking floating around and shit. Takes some fucking piano wire, garrotes her fucking head off, and then... That shit was super intense. That shit was I, fucking terrible. I did terrifying. not see it coming either. Like, I was like... Oh yeah, he's about to get his shit tossed through no. like the and back then the wall mom of the just house. Chops her fucking head off. He's just watching this whole thing happen. Blood spraying everywhere. And he's like, fuck it. I'm out. Dives out the motherfucking window. And as he dives out the window, you can see a little spiritual essence. And that flies into his body. Now the assumption is that that is Charlie, his little sister. Taking over his body. Taking over his body. Because he's the firstborn. And this is the part that freaks me out. So he's outside. He's just laying there. And then as he's like looking up, he sees his fucking mom's headless body fly out the window he jumped out of and fucking fly up into this treehouse. All right. Uh, he skipped. Uh, Big Rio skipped this part in the beginning. And I completely kind of was just like, eh. The sister has a treehouse that she lives in, basically. She doesn't want to yeah. sleep in her room. She likes to sleep in this fucking treehouse that's out in the yard. They yeah. have a really nice house. She could fucking sleep on clouds if she wanted, but she's choosing to sleep in this wooden treehouse, yeah. which is a huge part of the like the story, more or less. It's kind of a, just a nice scenery. Kind of like you that's catch her, her mother home. sleeping in there when the daughter dies. Yeah. You catch uh, Charlie in there at the end when we're talking about this. Yeah. And then, so upon... He he wakes up, he's whatever, he, quote-unquote, whether it be Charlie or him, whatever you want to believe. The, the movie's kind of open-ended, but personally, I think it's Charlie. Now, he's slow-rolling, walking up into the treehouse. You just see a bunch of fucking naked old people in the woods just hanging out, like literally just posted around. Just this. posted up. Again with the naked people. And so he old walks up there. People. And then the first thing he sees is his headless mother and headless grandmother just kneeling down before this, um, what would you call it? Figure? Like, altar almost? Like, um, I don't know. What do you, ah, oh, they have a name. I would call it Fuck. almost like a, uh, 
I can't think of the it's name. It's not like a tribute. I would say it was almost like an altar, kind of. Yeah, almost. It's like it's like a statue recreation of the demon, the demon whom they worship, which is... Now in Charlie, which is now actually the older brother. Yes. And what, what's his, his name? Body. Paimon? 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 Paimon. So basically... He's a fucking demon from the Lesser Keys of Solomon, which oh, we talked about earlier in yep. the demon. Episode. In the demon episode, we actually do bring up the Lesser Keys of Solomon. He's a demon, and he's basically like a Giga Chad. Is the best way to describe him? Giga Chad. <laughs> he fucking. <laughs> he fucking wants death and decay. He wants death. He wants decay. He wants riches. He hates women. He's a trickster. Um, so basically, when he gets up there, he sees Joan. And there, and she's like, Payman, you finally have arrived. We corrected your first female body and given you this beautiful one. And so essentially, the thought process is, Charlie was OG Payman, but cursed because they weren't in a male's body. So it was all lined up for them to get waxed and then body swap jutsued into, into the brother. I'm talking Captain Ginyu body swap. It was a whole... It, it, there's a lot to it, but you're going to have to watch it for yourself if you want the full effect. Yep. Highly recommend this. It's actually a pretty good-ass movie. Oh, yeah. And it plays into the cults. Definitely an 8 out of 10 ghouls, because you don't get as much of the spookiness. It's definitely one of the ones where you get the spooky vibes off of everything until at towards the, the end. end. It, at the end... It's like 10 out of 10 ghouls, but throughout the That's most of it... That's a lot of horror movies, though. Yeah, it's mostly a suspense movie for a long time. Oh, yeah. But it's a good-ass movie. Highly recommend watching Hereditary. But that is the movie for this week. I think that's it for the recording of this week's podcast, you guys. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week. Yeah. Tune in.